And now it's time for Freedom Investing Lifestyle, your source for any and all information and advice on real estate investing. Here's host Nick Bauer, the real estate investing coach on KTRS. Good afternoon. Welcome to Freedom Investing Lifestyle, your source for any and all advice and tips on buying and selling real estate for profits right here in St. Louis. I'm your host, Nick Bauer, the real estate investing coach. I have a quick question for you guys. Do you want to learn how to make a bunch of money in real estate investing right here in St. Louis? How about this? Do we want to learn how to build massive wealth through real estate investments and make a serious lifestyle change? That's what we're going to be discussing today. For today's show, guys, uh, I know it is Super Bowl weekend, so the people that are listening to us, thank you. I know uh, most of us are probably going to be on our couches, uh, screaming at the TV, rooting for our favorite teams, hanging out with family and friends, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, but if you are tuning in and listening in, thank you so much. We're going to be talking about how to make a lot of money in real estate, but more importantly, how to build massive wealth through real estate investments and make a serious lifestyle change. We got... We actually got a jam-packed show here, guys. We're going to be talking about freedom. We got uh, uh, Eric. Eric's in the studio today. He's one of our members. Eric, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing all right. How you doing? All right. Uh, we got Peanut in the studio again. How you doing, Peanut? Doing pretty good. All right, man. We got uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today because we're going to be talking about some upcoming events we have coming up that we produce uh, for your enjoyment and for your educational purposes. Uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, specifically rehabbing. What does it look like to take a house apart and put it back together again? All the inner workings of hiring contractors, evaluating properties, uh, putting offers in, starting projects, buttoning up those projects at the very end, putting the house on the market, and all of those things, uh, everything that entails with that. So stay tuned. We have uh, we've got a tremendous amount of stuff to cover on these topics here today. So let's just go ahead and uh, get to Eric. I invited Eric to come in. Uh, to the studio and uh, and kind of interview him. He's one of our members. He's been around us for about six months now, eight months now. About eight months. Okay. Uh, we met him when he had hair, <laughs> and uh, and once we got around with him, he uh, he decided to go chrome dome on us. But uh, now he, uh, I wanted him to come in because he's got a really interesting perspective of uh, of of a, maybe a new person entering into the business. And uh, so Eric, let's just let's just kind of go in and. Uh, let's talk about that first time that we met face to face. Oh goodness! And uh, let's talk about some of the things that you were thinking about at that meeting because you're a totally changed person now. Right. Well, um, that first time I was absolutely terrified. Uh, I had just come out of a, a rehab that went probably about as wrong as a rehab could go. We're talking about a house rehab here, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, I had bought I had bought an auction property. Um, using my, you know, my father and my brother assisted me on it and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, everything that you could imagine had gone wrong, had gone wrong. My contractors, some of them didn't like other contractors. They weren't working together with each other very well. Uh, found lots of problems with the property. The further I continued, the further I found more and more problems with the property. Ended up all in all taking me a year to put this thing together. Mm -hmm. And so when I came to you, it was kind of like a last-ditch effort. I had been to a couple of seminars. I had seen some options. That was what got me to that point where I wanted to invest in the first place. And I was obviously not doing it right. 
And I remember the desperation look on your face. And the, what, a couple things I remember telling you was, man, you did a pretty good job on this house. I mean, I remember looking at the photos. And, yeah, you did a couple things that I think uh, now you probably wouldn't do. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, you did a pretty good job on the house. But the mistakes that you made, you learned some great lessons on. One was it took you a year to do the house. Right. And you could have done that same project in two, three, four ma- months, maybe tops. four months. Absolutely. Uh, you redid the bathroom three different times. Yeah, there was a we. I I was really reaching when I first started out. I wanted to do something gorgeous, and so I thought, hey, we'll tile in a stand-in shower. Yeah, that was um, a disaster. My first contractors had no idea what they were doing. The second contractor. He fixed a lot of the problems the first guys didn't do, but he didn't quite fix everything. And so after the the second time it was finished, they called me yet again and said, that shower still leaks. So I had to hire another contractor entirely and redo the whole thing one more time. That that shower right there probably worth, I don't know, 12 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't get 12 grand out of it. Oh, no, no, far, far less. But I, but is, is desperate... Or desperation mode that you might have been in. Um, you did a pretty good job on the house for your first time with no real formal instruction or anything like that. And so I congratulated you. And then I secondly congratulated, congratulated you because you didn't want to give up. No, no. I, uh, as much as many of the difficulties that were there, I loved what I did. You loved what you did and you wanted to, you just wanted to know a better way. Right. And so you looked me in the eye and said, can you show me a better way? And I felt like, this euphoric moment, and I'm like, yes, and like, oh, something was behind me. And I'm like, yeah, I, we can absolutely help you out. Hang out with us for a while. We're going to show you how to do it. And you did. And what's really cool about that is, boom, your first project, you were able to take a lot of the stuff that you learned from osmosis from us, just hanging around us, some of the stuff that we've taught you to do, and hanging out with your coach. Let's talk about that that second project, the second project that you did, which was the first one with us. Uh, with some direction from us. Let's yeah, talk about that one. Absolutely. Oh, and real, real, real quick though, how much did you make on your first deal? Uh, theoretically, I made about $3,000 once everything was said and done. Technically, I probably lost that just in holding costs. Okay. Um, but, uh, the second house I got done in one quarter of the time and you I made about- 12 grand. And it, 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 after a couple of other things figured into it, I ended up probably about 12, 13 grand. It was a little higher than I originally estimated, but then I ran into a couple of little things that needed touching up after the fact. Very good, very good. So you made a lot more money on the second deal, which was the first deal with us, and you did it in a fourth of the time. Right, four times as much in a quarter of the time. I think that's a pretty good deal. I think, yeah, and then the next time, let's keep continue on that trend, and all of a sudden you make a million bucks in your next deal. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, I'm open to that anytime. So... Okay, so the, the let's let's talk about the inner workings of uh, of your first deal, kind of officially with us, which was you bought that. That was on uh, in uh, I got South from, County, right? Yeah, it was okay. um, out in Bella Villa. Okay, and uh, it's a nice little area, South County ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had gotten in contact from a wholesaler friend of mine, and he had this little property he had available for fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. And I ran the numbers; it looked like I would be able to make some money on it. Uh, so I said, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. And after, you know, getting to know some of the people that work with Southside Investment Club, a lot of your vendors, they're very good people. Um, I ended up making, you know, going through the whole process, 
we ended up doing all new concrete. We remodeled uh, the kitchen and bath and uh, redid the hardwood floors, new paint job, and we left a lot of the internals alone. So, I mean, I found out which it was easier to assess which things I could keep and which things I could get rid of instead of thinking I had to replace everything all at once. And um, we did well that way. And going in with a plan and knowing exactly what's possible, what to do, what not to do, you're always going to have some head-scratching moments and things like that of, okay, how are we going to fix this? How are we going to do that? But going in overall and learning from your experiences from doing your first one and then also learning from all the stuff that reorganization that we kind of helped you go through. Um, you were stressed out probably the whole year you were doing the other one. Right. And this time it was a lot, it was a lot easier, especially at the beginning. You know, I kind of knew exactly what I wanted to attack and how to get in there, mm-hmm. get these things fixed and fixed quickly. Where are my problems going to be? What should I take care of right away? What can I let slide a little longer? It was easier to build a schedule. Absolutely. And so, a lot less sleepless nights, oh, felt yeah. way more confident in your abilities, and just uh, it was a more, probably way more pleasurable, enjoyable experience because you get to create something. You get to go take a house apart and put it back together again. Yeah, I think that was when the bug really hit because I, you know, after that one, their confidence level was ridiculous. I mean, I was so much more ready for the next job. Absolutely. And I see a lot of people that come to me that, that might, might have that revelation as well where uh the confidence boost the chest out they're excited they think they can conquer the world and that's when we have to kind of like say <laughs> okay hold on sucker <laughs> uh or hold on don't be a sucker and think that you can rehab the uh the the empire states building right now because we baby steps still right we gotta oh baby steps yes but i i did kind of let the pride go a little excessively no, yeah. that's good it's just we don't want to see people go out and say okay i can do five houses right at a time right now and that's when we see people kind of getting in over their head right. and projects kind of go sideways and things like that. We haven't had to rein you in at all because you're, you're a smart dude. You, you think about the next couple steps, what you got to do. You've done a couple projects since then as well. Let's talk, uh, we're coming up on a break here. So when we get back, let's do that. Let's talk about where you're at now after you've been, um, having that confidence to go out and, and actually attack this market the correct way with the, uh, uh, with the with the right mindset and with the right tools and the right skill set. Let's talk about that when we get back. And we also have a lot of other things to discuss, guys, so don't miss out. We're going to be talking about freedom, uh, more on the possibilities of rehab, a couple of events that you might be able to plug into that we're hosting this month. And we'll be back after the break. You're listening to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer on KTRS. For more information, go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com. And now, back to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer, your real estate investing coach on KTRS. Welcome back to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer, the real estate investing coach. Eric is still in the studio with us. We're talking about um, rehabbing. We're talking about the possibilities of rehabbing, and we're talking about specifically a couple of the projects that Eric has been a part of and some of his experiences he's learned and some of the emotions and the feelings and some of the lessons that he's learned. And uh, 
I, again, Eric, I really appreciate you coming in here today. Sure. Um, let's talk about where you're at now. Because we, before we talked about kind of where you were, you were kind of like deer in headlights, kind of lost. You knew you wanted to do it. You had that passion. You wanted to buy and sell houses and, and take them a, apart and put them back together again. Uh, so much so that you just decided to jump in and do it. And that's awesome. I'm glad you did that because it kind of led you to us. And we've developed a really good friendship here. Um, but let's talk about where you're at now with the confidence in, in, in how you're looking at properties and looking at the projects and evaluating them and seeing if it's a project you want to put your stamp on. Well, uh, ever since that first success, uh, I've since I'm in the middle of, well, I've just finished one other project and I've got two other on my plate for a while. I was working three simultaneously, which I never would have imagined I would be able to do. So that's also another little confidence booster. I just finished one. It's actually, I've, turned it into a rental property, which I moved in for myself. So I'm, for, I'm my first tenant. Wow. And that guy, <laughs> that guy has a rough landlord, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, You have to take calls at 2 in the morning. And, I know. Yeah. He's crazy. Um, the other two, one I have, it's actually two streets over from the house I just did, and it's twice as big. It's probably going to be worth, I don't know, about uh, 185 when I'm done. Um I've learned a lot better how to assess a good deal when I see one and where I can push price. That's another, you know, being able to know when something is undervalued, I think is a, a very strong part now of the real estate market. We're just now starting to see prices starting to come back up as far as how fast they're starting to accelerate in price again. And I had been talking to appraisers that say that there have been a lot of issues with appraising that keep the houses from moving up in price. So if you can assess something to be worth more than what everybody around it seems to be thinking it is, then you can make some money there. So let's talk about that because you've raised a really good question here. What is a good deal? Being able to recognize that is the highest skill set that an investor can have, bar none. Absolutely. N knowing what uh, is a good deal and knowing what to do when you see that good deal um, is key. And what I like to tell people is we're always looking for the value play. What can we do to this property to improve it, to make the property worth more than when we bought it? Most of the time, the value play is to knock the ugly off it, take out the shag carpet, redo the floors, fresh coat of paint, maybe some new windows, redo the bathroom and the kitchens. Uh, and that's the value play. Sometimes the value play might be um, adding a second story addition. Sometimes the value play might be um, really just going in and doing a small thing, clean up and carpet and paint because you just bought it undervalued. Uh, but always looking for that value play is is really what's going to help you make that, find that good deal. And I think you kind of touched on it with like when you said, hey, now I have a much better understanding of what constitutes a good deal. Well, for me in this particular instance, it was interesting because it was the house was so close. Um, the house that I had done the first one, my first successful house, that's what I call it, uh, was the, a two-bed, one-bath. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I had gotten the appraiser for my hard money loan, they had appraised it at 110 when complete. And when I ultimately ended up selling it, it sold for 130 in one day. And so obviously the air, houses in this area seem to be a little undervalued. Well, when I saw a house two streets over that I could acquire for 97.5, and I looked at the deal, it was a four-bed, two-and-a-half bath, had a full finished basement, had uh, the, uh, an upstairs 
half story as a finished attic with um, the doghouse uh, where they build out the roof. Oh, uh, dormer. A dormer, yes. <laughs> I don't know house, why that was. I don't know why that house. was. It was it was missing me for a minute there. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a slang I heard from one of my contractors. The doghouse. Uh, it had a, a very wide dormer, which really extended the square footage of the upstairs entirely. And when I saw it for ninety-seven-five, I said, "Well, I think that this thing will probably fetch one eighty-five when the appraisal for the hard money loan came back because it really didn't need a lot of work mm-hmm. and i was estimating about 30,000 for my reno and it's looking like i'm pretty spot on on that one uh so i'm in at what 12750 plus hard money costs i'm thinking 185 the appraisal came back 165 and so i'm looking at that saying i sold a 21 with half the square footage two streets over and you're saying that the difference between those two is only going to be $35,000? I don't think so. So, okay, you've you've got a lot of baited stuff here to talk about. One is, obviously, buyers and the market is a little bit ahead of the appraisers right now. Right. Because the buyers are out there saying, I want to buy this house. I want to buy a house. And they look at the market and say, there's nothing out there to buy. Right. The, the, it, the, there is a very, very low supply right now for for retail buyers that want to go about buying a house to live in. And that's one of the things that we can do. What is a good deal is, oh, hey, we can get this house, put our value play into it and turn around and sell it in the open market because we know there's a very limited supply and it will probably sell pretty quickly. Um, but knowing how to navigate through the appraisers is, is a big key too because if the market's ahead of the appraisers right now, because remember appraisers, it's not their fault. They're, they're looking towards they're looking backwards towards the sold data. Yeah, Ray had explained a whole lot of things like that to me about that. I'm sorry, Ray was my appraiser at the time. Sure. And he had said a lot of stuff that says that they literally have to find like to like, mm-hmm. which means that if you have a story and a half, you can't compare it to a two-story, you can't compare it to a one-story. In an area with fairly low turnover, you can find that there are probably a few imbalances in the market that will make you some money. And knowing when to be able to push on that comes from experience, hanging around people, having people tell you how that is. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not just something you just pick up and, and do one day and just say, Hey, I'm an expert at doing this. You have to really understand the intricacies of all the things that we're talking about here. Um, the, with, with looking, with knowing what is a good deal, looking for that value play, understanding how, what your costs are. That's another big thing is what the costs are. You said you're going to, you, you had, approximately figured $30,000 on a renovation budget, and you're going to be pretty darn close to that. Yeah, and I think a, a, a good rule for me anyways is to listen to my contractors and add $10,000. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, maybe maybe in certain <laughs> for certain things. I think uh, certain contractors, you might want to add $15,000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Hey, my first contractor, I had to add 40000 so I'm working on it. There you go. So hopefully we don't have to add that much. Uh, Peanut, now, you want to be a contractor now. Be one of our contractors, don't you? Contractor sounds like a pretty good job right now. Yeah, he's making an extra ten grand over here just uh, just uh, putting some two-by-fours together and hanging some drywall. Okay, so let's be a little bit more scientific on cost because while that's a funny thing and, yeah, just add $10,000, knowing walking into a house and looking at the outside – Looking at the inside, finding the value plays that you got to do to, the, to this building, understanding the design functionalities of it, making sure that it's 
uh, functional. It's going to be a clean, ready, move-in home for someone to enjoy. Uh, that all I got to do is bring their boxes and move in. Uh, that's what buyers are wanting, and that's what we're trying to get to when we rehab these houses. So, um, I think there's a lot of different ways to become an expert at that. One of them, obviously, is to come to our events. We can we talk about that a lot. How much does stuff cost? How much does it cost to replace a kitchen? How much does it cost to replace a bathroom? When do you have to completely start over on the bathroom, or when can you just glaze the tiles and make them look new? Uh, what kind of vanities to put in, what kind of hardwoods to do, what kind of paint colors, what kind of design features that we're looking for in the house. That's what we talk about almost all the time when we get together is how much does stuff cost? Because we got we to gotta know that stuff and be really good at that because the first thing to being an incredible rehabber, to being a master or an expert is to know what a good deal is. And then if you had that skill set of actually knowing how much it costs and you can take that house apart with contractors and put it back together again uh, and keep that in budget, that's when you're going to get paid. Right. And and there's no substitute for experience. Once you've gone through one house and you say, okay, well, this guy charged me this much to refinish my wood floors. Well, you can probably do plus or five or plus or minus 5 or 10%, and be fairly confident that that's going to be about what it's going to cost you to redo price per square foot on any wood floor, uh, depending on the level. I mean, you're going to put extra work into anything, you're going to cost more money. But for a standard finish, you've got to develop kind of like a baseline that says, hey, this is how much I'm looking to spend on this particular part of the project. And then you can put together a good idea of how many different things you need to do. That's kind of what I learned from you guys. That we can all we can do is help fast track that that knowledge information overload into your head versus you go out and doing it fifteen times on your own. Well you can learn from all the mistakes that we've made and all the triumphs that we've had as well. Right. So uh okay, so when we get back, what we want to do guys is well, remember at the onset of on this, I said I the question was, do we want to learn how to build massive wealth through real estate investments and make a serious lifestyle change? And what that serious lifestyle change includes is freedom. Okay, we don't want to be working 80 hours a week doing this business. We want to be able to do it in way less time than that and way way more money than we would at our day job. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about that and some more stuff after the break. This is Nick Bauer with the uh, Freedom Investing Lifestyle. You're listening to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer on KTRS. For more information, go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com. Freedom Investing Lifestyle continues. Here's your host, Nick Bauer, your real estate investing coach on KTRS. Welcome back to the Freedom Investing Lifestyle. I am your host, Nick Bauer. We got Eric in the studio. We got Peanut. Peanut, you ever going to buy some real estate? Uh, I might someday. All right. You look like a strapping young lad that's going to go out and take the world by storm. That's the plan. <laughs> All right. Very good. <laughs> so uh, we have been talking with Eric here primarily for the show about what what his first deal was, what his emotions were like, what uh, mistakes he made to where he's at now in just six, seven, eight months, short period of time, uh, completely changed man. I mean, if you if you think think back where you were 
eight months ago and to where you're at. I mean, you've, you're a totally different person. Can't even imagine it. And uh, I'm really, really honored to be have such a big part of that. And I know all the efforts that we've put in over the years has been able to have something that you can plug into to kind of help out. That's really cool. You took me aside at the Christmas party, and uh, you had this biggest smile on your face, and you said, man, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for all the help that you've given us. And it really touched me, man. It was at a, a different Christmas party, but it was it was a Christmas function, and uh, and uh, I I needed to hear that right then and there to know that, hey, all the things that we do and the stuff that we put in motion uh, and the help and the advice and, and all this all the education that we put together – on uh, all of our events that uh, people listen, they do it, and they, they, they have success, and that's uh, and we're changing lives. So what we wanted to talk about now is for some people, what excites them about real estate is the massive profits they can make, a $30,000 profit, a $40,000 profit, a $60,000 profit on a flip, a $10,000 wholesale profit, building up to five, six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 a month or more in cash flow. And they say, hey, I want that, but they don't realize what really needs to go in into effect to make that happen. And when they sit down and think about it, they probably never get started because they think it's going to be 80 hours a week for them to get started. It's going to take a huge learning curve. They're scared to mess up. They're, there's things holding them back. They don't know how to do it. You, you name it. Fear, time, energy, and money are, are the big – and education are the big stumbling blocks for people entering in and actually doing this on a successful uh, repeat basis. And so we last last week we talked a lot about that, what really stops people from getting in. But I want to talk about the freedom that real estate investing offers, the freedom to be able to do what you want, when you want, where you want, how you want, why you want, as often as you want. And let's talk about that right now because – when someone comes to me and says, hey, I want to start investing in real estate, I don't say, okay, you're going to work 80 hours a week. You're going to hate your job. You're going to do this. It's not going to be any fun. I say, hey, listen, what we want to try to do is put a business together, even if it's three houses a year or two houses a year. We want to put a business plan together so that we can have time and have the freedoms to go out and enjoy the things that we like to do when we want to do them and do them as often as we can. And it's not about, for us, it's not about the money, it's about the freedom. And, you know, don't kid yourselves when I say that. It is about the money. The money can be absolutely fantastic. But we don't like to chase the money. We like to chase the freedom. And that money is going to buy us the freedoms that we want. Because if we can go out and make a $30,000 profit per quarter, okay, and make $120,000 a year, Working part time, that's that's where else can you do? Where else can you go? What other industry can you think of that uh, that you can create wealth out of thin air by doing those activities? Well, you can't overstate the impact of it. I've never made more than thirty thousand dollars in a year. I'm looking at making thirty thousand dollars in my first quarter this year, and so that I that that's uh, I guess you could you really that that provides its own incentive, its own motivation. If I can, if I can quote one of my favorite quotes from Robert Kiyosaki, uh, "Rich Dad, Poor Dad," mm-hmm. um, he explains a lot uh, in his conversations with his what he his 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 real father, which was his poor dad, versus his rich his rich dad, which was his friend's dad. 
And one of the quotes that always gets me, and I remember every single time, is he was saying something about who he calls his rich dad to his poor dad. And his poor dad must have been getting jealous or something like that. And he says, what does he have that I don't have? And he looked back at him and said, money and free time. So, I mean, that hit me harder than anything because I would love nothing more than to be able to spend my time when I wake up doing what I want to do. That's that's exactly it. We don't want to build an 80-hour-a-week job. We don't want to build something that we don't like anymore, we don't enjoy, we're not passionate about. You can absolutely – I almost tell people that I do real estate part-time because it doesn't take up a 40-hour work week for me. We're pretty successful at what we do, and we can we can have three or so or more projects going on at any one given time plus a couple rentals before we uh, put them into our portfolio. So, I mean, we can do all this stuff part-time, and that's what – when when someone like you comes to us – that's the first thing that we got to say is you know, let's start you off with a plan so that you don't snowball out of control and create another job that we don't like. Cause right. and, and it's one of the things that's so fun about real estate. It's so versatile. Like if you really truly enjoy the piecing together of a house, like we have a mutual friend, Phil, who is just amazing at it. And he can take the entire house apart and put it back together, look 10 times better, worth 20 times as much. I barely know one end of a hammer from the other. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because what we teach people is not how to hang drywall or how to size an HVAC unit. We teach them how to work with contractors so they can go out and be looking for their next deal. Because if we are taking the house apart, Phil's a great guy and, and a good friend of mine is also a member of what we do. Um, but you know he he wants to take the house apart himself and put it back together again me not so much me i'd rather neither. i'd rather be uh i'd rather be on the couch playing with my kiddos but he absolutely that's what he's passionate about he loves doing that he's very very good at doing that and good for him that's what he wants to do that's his freedom okay some people's freedom is your definition of freedom is different than my definition of freedom and being able to find what that freedom looks like and then building a business around that is really really key because we don't want to create another job for ourselves. Let's talk about an upcoming event that uh, that we have coming up this Thursday, the 9th, February 9th. We have my, uh, my good buddy Craig Smith is going to be talking at the Southside Investment Club. He is my absolute favorite rehabber of all time. And the reason why is because he is methodical, he is organized, and yes, I said organized. There is such thing as an organized rehabber. Uh, his job sites, he always gets a better product in the end than I would, and I'm pretty dang good, okay? But he gets a better product because he just really, from start to finish, understands the rehab process and can see the rehab process better than almost anyone that I know. He's awesome. And I asked him to speak about the construction process at the Southside Investment Club, which is uh, held this Thursday and at the 9th. It's at the Shrewsbury Civic Center. It's from 6 to 9. Uh, it is uh, free to first-timers. So if you want to come out and just kind of check us out, I know we're in the Show Me State, and you want to just check us out and see what we're all about and see what uh, this real estate game is in St. Louis and how it's played, then come on out. From 6 to 7, we have a networking hour, and you'll be able to meet. Uh, we have 60 or so vendors, contractors, plumbers, electricians, uh, attorneys, title companies, service providers, mold people, uh, you name it, we have, we've got, uh, if you have an issue in the house, we got someone on our vendor list that can probably help you out and you'll be able to connect in with us. And we have probably about 200 people coming. So it's a well-attended event and you'll be able to connect in with 
tons of other local investors, real estate professionals, and uh, people of the like. And then from 7 to 9, we're going to have our main meeting. Uh, we always show a case, a case study that we're going to, uh, that we take a house that, uh, that we did in the last uh, few months or that we're currently doing, and we just document uh, our, uh, our triumphs and our challenges, uh, our results, how we found it, how we funded it, how we selected the contractors, what we did to it, what was the value play. We'll be talking about that, and then Craig's going to come up and give the main presentation about how he approaches this business, kind of get a back-end glimpse of what, how he operates. Uh, this is going to be, if, you are, if you're listening and you want to buy your first rehab property, but you're scared, or you want to buy your first rehab property and you're not scared and you just want to do it and want to, be, want to get some insight on how to do it, come out and listen to Craig. He's fantastic. Um, there, he's extremely humble, too. He's not braggadocious about how awesome he is. He's just a really neat guy. Uh, he recently just got engaged, so I'm sure he's uh, uh, got a big smile on his face. He's got a lovely gal that uh, just got engaged over the winter break. So come on out. This is going to be a tremendous event. And uh, it's uh, to register, um, we we uh, do have some spots available. But to register, you need to visit the SouthsideInvestmentClub.com. It's the SouthsideInvestmentClub.com to, uh, to register for this event. Uh, like I said, the first time is free. We're kind of like drug dealers. And once you're in, <laughs> then you're going to be hooked. You're going to want to come around. And uh, He's not kidding about that. <laughs> it took me exactly one meeting before I decided to join up. Absolutely. So uh, l- we have a couple other events coming up this month that we're going to talk about it after the break. And I uh, wanted to just recap Eric's story here. And uh, and we'll do that right after the break. This is Nick Bauer, the real estate investing coach with the Freedom Investing Lifestyle. You're listening to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer on KTRS. For more information, go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com. And now, back to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with your host, Nick Bauer, your real estate investing coach on KTRS. Welcome back to the Freedom Investing Lifestyle, your source for any and all advice and tips on buying and selling real estate for profits right here in St. Louis. We have, uh, we've had, I can't believe time's almost up, man. We've had a fantastic show. We've got Eric. Let's go quick. Eric here as a guest. He's been uh, kind enough to spend a uh, little time with us this afternoon talking to us about his take on uh, relatively a new person into the business and how he's been able to flourish with uh, some guidance from us. Uh, Peanut, still in the studio. You still here, buddy? I am still here. What are your thoughts on this freedom thing and this real estate investing thing? Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, it's something that I don't think you hear a lot about as far as a potential career option, not just a hobby on the side, but you could really make a career out of it. Absolutely. And that's what's exciting about it. That's what's fun, okay? Because there's a lot of people that love their job and they realize, hey, I got to do something else to supplement retirement. But there's also a lot of people that hate their job and they want to do something else and they want to make a switch, but they might be kind of locked in. And they need to make some serious changes. That's what I was talking about earlier is let's talk about how to build massive wealth and make some serious lifestyle changes. People define freedom. We touched on this in the, in the last segment here. People define freedom differently. Craig defines freedom differently 
Eric, you define freedom differently. Peanuts defi- defining freedom a little bit differently. For me, freedom is being able to help other people achieve greatness. Okay? It's really rewarding for me as a person, as just a human being, to have people like Eric around me saying, man, thank you so much. You've really helped me out get up past this challenge or this struggle that I was having. Or, man, I'm a changed person. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, that really, that's why I do what I do. I mean, it's really kind of what it boils down to. You know me. I'm the POZ zone, positive only zone. I have to surround myself with positive like-minded people. That's how Nick Bauer operates. And being able to help other people achieve greatness is truly rewarding. It's not just some hype, stupid BS kind of crap that's that uh, maybe other uh, people might say or whatever. But it really, it's 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 a lot of fun, and uh, that's that's freedom to me. Um, so Eric, we we talked kind of through how you did your first deal and then your first deal with us, a couple other deals that you've done since then, moved into your first new home, and uh, you're on pace to do tremendous $30,000 this quarter where previously you were only making $30,000 a year. Right. And, you know, I'm not saying only just because it's diminishing no, no, that, but that's just all. what it was, <laughs> right? And uh, the other side of it was I was miserable the whole time. There you go. Okay. I used to work in IT. I'd wake up in the morning, be in there by 8 o'clock. I'd have to be out by 5 o'clock. Or, and I always get a call, hey, can you do this extra? Can you do that extra? Right. And it wasn't getting me where I wanted to be in life. And so now let's talk about where you think you're headed in the next two to three years. Where do you see yourself in three years? Oh, easily retired. Um, And when I say retired, I don't mean I'm just going to kick back and do nothing, but I can wake up or not wake up and still have what I need to make my life work. Um, I'm planning on taking uh, some of the profits from these properties and starting on the the rental side of the portfolio. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and build up enough cash flow to, you know, exceed my expenses. That's kind of where I want to be. I want to have enough rental cash flow coming in that I can choose to wake up in the morning, whether or not I feel like it. So most people, I love this quote, most people dramatically overestimate what they can accomplish in one year, but dramatically underestimate what they can accomplish in five Check it out. If you're able to, in three, four, five years, make a complete 180 and just have a completely different person, completely different finances, completely different freedoms, completely different outlook on life, that's that's pretty freaking cool, if you ask me. I've never seen anything as cool. It's one of the reasons I was so excited when things finally started working out the way they did. Absolutely. And it comes with the right plan. So I've got one more thing to uh, to give you guys as something that you might be able to plug into. This is an event that we put on a couple times a month. It's called the Discover Real Estate Investing event. So go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com for all the details. But what this event, guys, is designed to do is to kind of give you a full overview of what real estate investing is here in St. Louis, how to really start building massive wealth through real estate investments and making that serious lifestyle change that Eric did. Uh, come come out to that. we got a couple days to choose from coming up in a couple weeks. The, all the information is on the website. These these are these tickets are free, and we still have a few tickets available. So go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com. We're going to talk about a full discovery of what real estate investing looks like here in St. Louis to make build massive wealth of real estate investments in St. Louis. And then also how you might be able to plug into that, how you fit into this, okay? Because everyone's got their different niche and their different talents and their different resources and their different skill sets. 
and you might want to build a rental portfolio, you might be one of a serious rehabber, you might want to be a wholesaler, whatever it might be, um, or a service vendor, whatever it is, how you fit in is going to, if you know what the game is and how to play it, you're going to see how to fit in. And then also we can give you some other uh, resources that you can plug into through the club that will help you like Eric's been helped. And uh, so I would definitely encourage you, if you're listening and you're interested in what we've been talking about, interested in real estate investing and making money, whether part-time or full-time, come out to discoverrealestateinvesting.com and uh, save your spot and come out to one of our events. It is going to be greatly impacting your future in the next five years. I can guarantee you that. Last thing here, just don't forget to come out and visit us this Thursday at the southsideinvestmentclub.com for uh, rehabber extraordinaire Craig Smith. It's been a blast. Eric, thanks for your time. Peanut, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Nick's signing off. We'll see you next week. Heard on the Big 550 KTRS from 5 to 6 on Sundays, the Freedom Investing Lifestyle. I've been your host, Nick Bauer, the Real Estate Investing Coach. See you next week. You've been listening to Freedom Investing Lifestyle with host Nick Bauer on KTRS. For more information, go to discoverrealestateinvesting.com.